see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. I just realized just now that when you you don't even need to give me the cue because up on the left hand it corner pops yeah it pops up live. I was gonna say because you started a little early. Well, I know, but I I'm just gonna have that run in anyway because okay. it doesn't matter because okay. it's just you know yeah. it's gonna bleed in anyway. We should figure out like a countdown thing where it just like I've seen a few videos where well, it's like a full on countdown. Well, so they, you know, so they so they've got that screen that we can show that has like a countdown. Yeah. There it is. Right. And we can <laughs> and we can and we can create one with against our backdrop that's yeah. a 30 second countdown. This one is a three second deal. Um uh, okay. Right. And then it's off. But it's pretty cool. This this StreamYard, by the way, if you're ever thinking about podcasting, StreamYard, I highly recommend it. And you mess it's really simple. I mean, that's two idiots, tech idiots can figure it out. Anybody can. Um why is it telling us? Uh, you see the little thing at the top? It says, oh, it says connection live. is unstable. Next to that, though. Mine doesn't say a connection's unstable. Mine does. Mine's good, but are you... Uh, I'm I'm hooked up to the... Direct. The direct thing, yeah. Okay. We had our... I'm a, we're both a little... I'm not oh, quite it, as it, sharp, sharp as... Oh, me. it it reset. It's I'm, I'm on now. Okay. It resets. Remember when we it shut down? Yeah. Oh, it went so wireless. It, it, went, it went back to the other thing. All right. So we are on the other one, but it doesn't fuck it up, does it? Shouldn't. So we're so we're both a little rusty this morning because we did our staff party. <laughs> we did our staff party last night. It's good times, which is something we do every year at Diablo. And it's I don't know. It it reminded me because I saw I saw Jamie's wife Christy Lee, who's a uh, regionals team competitor, and then actually helped our team qualify for the games and. Like well, she had twenty twelve. She yeah. had twenty twelve. She was on the qualifying team. Yeah, that was the year that I proposed. Like, oh, that's we were, right. We were actually out there on the field, and then she stepped down so that I think Whitney, Ala, Whitney Whitney stepped in. Yeah, Whitney stepped in in that day, which is a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. You guys, any any affiliates uh, have been out there where you can have the substitution where an athlete can try as an individual at the regionals, and if they don't make it, they can move back to team, and if your team qualifies. That is one of the most difficult things an affiliate can go through. <laughs> who's going to be the side? Who's going to be on the side? The, the yeah. bench. Who's going to be on the bench? So this yeah. this team that bonds at the regionals bonds. I mean, there's something yeah. that happens that's special. Yeah. Especially if they fought hard to qualify. Yeah. That was and that was not oh, an easy one. No. Do you remember that the end of that the final event we were going head to head against tj's we had to beat tj's gym right i remember we were back in the barracks like when you're staging and preparing to go out on the floor and it was diablo chanting dcf versus the tj's chanting you know and then then rock and it was back no but rock they had already kind of locked it in yeah but it was like we need to beat them in order to to move on yeah that was the year that 808 got dq'd for oh popping that's right yeah okay and those guys were awesome too. Yeah. It's always it, that man. Those were some great years. They were but anyway, really so fun. but back to that point was you you if if your team qualified and then your individual athlete who is you know, your alternate team member didn't qualify as an individual, somebody's got there's going to be a decision go. to make. Yeah, and we always defaulted and 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 is that you we want to send the best mm-hmm. team possible to the games. Yeah. So we just we defaulted to that. Other gyms didn't. They would send their the crew that qualified too, but we didn't. And um, and it 
you know, there's a lot of different arguments that can be made for it, but one of them is, but the one that resonated the most with me is, especially with the athlete that is the uh, one that's on the bubble mm -hmm. is having the conversation with about, do you want to be at the games, you know, standing under the rings, not able to get that, you know, yeah. fifth or sixth muscle. What up kind that of makes experience you are you trying to get out of this? Right. Like, be, be in, in knowing that there's an athlete yeah. that's in the stands that could have been knocking out those muscle ups yeah. and how do you, and how do you think you'll feel? Yeah. And, and when you, when you put it in those kinds of terms, you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not ready. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's still none, nonetheless, it still can, it create, creates a lot of drama within affiliates and, and we took it even to so that was 2012 yeah. right and 2013 that was the first year sandra went um alessandra pacelli went individual individual right and missed the fucking podium by a bogus tiebreaker right in my opinion yeah. um but then there was 2014 where we had three teams and three individuals going to regionals which completely spread out our oh, our field yeah. That was one of those situations where if we had flip-flopped one athlete, we probably would have won regionals that year. Yeah. Without without Whitney being on the team. Yeah. So we again as, as a affiliate, we had to decide do we give as many athletes as possible the opportunity yeah. to go to regionals, give them the regionals experience. It was a pretty cool experience though, having three teams oh, out there. Yeah. It was. That was really cool. And hats off to those affiliates that are just have still the promote or have, still the, have the depth yeah to put multiple teams at the semifinals and multiple teams yeah at the game so mayhem's i think one of the only ones that puts multiple teams at the games they're the only ones that have gone as far as they've as multiple yeah. teams have gone yeah yeah for I, sure but i know like rhapsody crossfit out in north carolina has put multiple teams at the mm -hmm. regionals uh i want to say coda coda crossfit um in oklahoma they put like four three or four teams oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at uh at semifinals as well mm -hmm. like there's some gyms that really just can stack it it's yeah cool, which is cool it's but man it's it's having that depth these days i think is harder than back in the day back in the Ooh. day we had more depth back in the day it was just it was back when, in the day. when we say back in the day <laughs> we're, we're we're talking like 2017 and, and pre pre-2017 pre-2018 yeah yeah, definitely. Anyway, we this wasn't even on our freaking topic of discussion. That's all right. <laughs> this is a good, good conversation. We we came off the staff party last night. So the reason why I brought up Christy, Jamie, yeah. Jamie's wife, is because I, I I see her. That's when I see her every yeah. year. Well, I mean, I see her in class. In class here. But, you know, I see her outside of the gym, and it reminded me, and she said she's been coming to him since we've been doing staff dinner since probably 2010, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just pulling our pulling our team together, doing a dinner, celebrating our coaches, telling and and one of the things I like to do, I'll get up and I'll tell it's it's really easy to do. I mean, literally, I, I don't I don't do a lot of prep, but because you get up and you just look at the coach and you can tell a story about him. <laughs> if yeah. if you're around the gym enough, you've yeah. got a story to tell about every coach. Yeah. Um, whether it's their music selection, <laughs> their jokes that they tell in class, their mobility work that they do or lack of mobility work that they do. But anyway, this year I had, it was really cool. And I would encourage other affiliates, if you're ever like interested in doing something for your coaches and you don't have a lot of time personally to do it and you want, but you want to make it meaningful uh, for the coaches, just send an email to a few members yeah, and ask them to give um, some commentary on the coaches, mm -hmm. just, you know, a, a gratitude. So I sent out two days before this, two days before this party. I'm like, oh, you know what? It'd be good to this year to, you know, instead of me rambling on is to have, you know, our members say something that I can read. So I said two to three sentences. 
please give me two to three sentences. And I gave them an example and gave them things to touch <laughs> on literally in bullet points. And you coached I, them through it. Yeah, well, yeah. But my thinking was is that I want some because sometimes I get busy and they don't respond to the emails. I knew it was the last minute. So I wanted to give them like make it easy for them. Holy crap. I got some amazing emails and some incredible content that I now have to send to them, yeah. our coaches, because the, the emails it's too depth. Oh, one email came in from Janeth and he's Indian. Um, he's been with us for about a year. Um, about eight months into his time with us, he had to fly back to India to get um, leg surgery because he has a, a vein issue that um, was only fixable by surgery. It was, it was a very serious issue. But he told his story and then how he's recovered as a result of CrossFit. And then he's not, he doesn't have any medications. He doesn't have to do physical therapy. And he's back to doing CrossFit. He's lost weight. And he was able recently to do a 12,000 foot peak in the Himalayas oh, on his sick. last trip to India. Oh, it's, it's, it's an incredible That's a great story. Yeah. So I asked for two to three sentences. He sends me two, <laughs> two to three pages with pictures. <laughs> and he, and they start out. I, I know instantly when I get the email back, it's going to be a long one. It says, I'm sorry. I went longer than what you asked. <laughs> But they are amazing. And one co one one member, Andrew Lloyd, this one that I'm going to share. And I read this one. I did read this long one. He wrote a haiku yeah. poem for every single coach. Yeah. And it was it's epic. Anyway, so is it is an affiliate owner? If you're looking for a way to to give recognition That's a good idea for your right coaches, there. reach out to your reach out to your community because it, it, you you see and interact with your with your members and you hear about how good your coaches are from your members but a lot of times it doesn't make it back to the coaches mm -hmm. in in a true in a in a in a in a in a way that those members really mean to like they won't say those words yeah you know they often don't have very much time to talk to the coach coach got to go they got to go mm -hmm. reach out man cuz it's it's powerful and then and the members really appreciated that I did it yeah, they like they, they were they were so so grateful that I had reached out to him to ask him. Yeah, um, super powerful, but a great a, a great tip for affiliate owners during the holidays. That's a really good tool. <clears throat> um, but we were we talked about last week the open mm -hmm. and uh, intramural and, prep preparation. Yeah, well, well, what I wanted to talk about not necessarily yeah we can talk about intramural mm -hmm. prep, but I just wanted to talk about and we can talk about this which one you think is better and we can talk about what we should do at diablo this yeah. year yeah yeah and i know which way you're, he's leaning already <laughs> because we talked last night about it but is how to get your community involved in the open yeah there's some affiliates that, that don't do the open um i would encourage you to it is a, again i'll repeat it it's unique and distinguishing characteristic of crossfit no other fitness methodology has something like this it is the ultimate manifestation of measurable and repeatable mm -hmm. essentially because crossfit is measurable and repeatable we can have an open and compete worldwide yeah um yes it's a distraction yes it's a pain in the ass yes scoring is tough yes it promotes competition you like it as a programmer right yeah i love it this is this is the time of the year where we get to test ourselves Right. I mean, it's and it's outside of my control as far as like what's being programmed. All I can do is speculate on what we might see, which I love doing. Right. <laughs> it's like a hobby of mine during this this time of the year. Um, related to programming, mm -hmm. um, your um, 
focus as a programmer does tend to prepare, help prepare us for the open as we head into, as we head into January, what are your thoughts on, cause I've had a couple masters ask me this one. Yeah. How come we don't start doing open, open workouts? Open workouts. Well, right. so here's, here's, here's the thing. The way I write our programming, I look at an a macro calendar, right? And we've talked about this in the past on the yeah. podcast. <clears throat> um, our goal is to improve our work capacity across broad time, modal demands. And the way yeah. we do that is traditional CrossFit with a twist of progressions that's periodized. So we've been building up our Olympic weightlifting, our gymnastic skill work. We've been building a foundation around that. Now, as we head into January, especially in January, we will see a lot more open workouts um, along with some EMOM type formats where we're going to be testing some of these gymnastic skills under an increased uh, intensity time frame. So we'll have, you know, like 20 seconds on, 40 seconds on for a couple rounds. Then we'll go to an actual set rep scheme and then we're going to go right into an actual workout with those same patterns yeah. so we're building upon the that that foundation of work capacity that we've built up over the last year now the other thing that we're going to see in january all the way up to the open is we are doing an open workout every week now we're doing the open workout on fridays now any of our subscribers they have the opportunity if they are planning to do an open workout on um say Saturday, if Saturday is going to be the day that their gym gets together to do it, they can move that day around and make it work to their community. Okay. Now what we're doing and the way I, the way I'm looking at it is that open workout falls on a Friday because that's when we're doing our workouts, right? Friday night yeah. lights. So oh, this, okay. this is our chance to kind of rehearse our, our week, essentially. What is our week going to look like on those days of the actual open competition? So that way, when we show up, in February on the, was it the 17th when we're going to be doing it? Right. <clears throat> That's right. They have an idea what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, their warm up, they've got a, a routine down, their nutrition's kind of yeah. dialed in as far as like when they're eating yeah. in relation and rest days. Yeah. And so if, as an affiliate owner, I, what I'm thinking about is, you know, getting my community at, um, wanting to participate in the open and mm -hmm. so the program having this programming like it is and then having our coaches talk about yeah. it um as part of the you know their introduction to mm -hmm. the day's workout helps get them ready for the open it's, it's more in their face right yeah. and, and, and not in a bad way it's no, no, no. And, and yeah the, the beauty about this too is we're repeating open workouts like i'm not making up workouts we're, we're repeating some of the previous workouts so that way those that have done them before have some data so they can actually see where their improvements are. One of the comments I got last night uh, from, a, from a member about our coaches was her talking about her first open experience, how mm -hmm. she was terrified. She literally was going to leave. She was at Friday nights here and she was going to leave. Yeah. So she was on the verge of tears. And then uh, Coach Jackson, you know, saw her and said, Hey, by the way, you ready? Here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to think about. But what's nice about the having the programming prep is, and then our coaches talking about along the way is we're helping people mentally prepare for this ahead of time. So by the time yeah. we get to the open, hey, if, if you've been coming to class, you are going to be ready. Yeah. And that's that, that's a really good point, because when I you know, when I talk about like that work capacity, we're building that work capacity over the year. That's where we're putting in the work. Yeah. When we get into January and we're doing those open prep workouts, that's not like going to help us. I mean, in some ways, it'll help us prepare like physiologically, but. Neuro, like mentally that yeah. psychological aspect is a major factor when oh, you go into these workouts absolutely so especially if you have done an open workout that we're going to be repeating you kind of already have that 
ooh, this hurts. Yeah, this hurts. <laughs> so you're 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 mentally preparing yourself but, to go but, into it again. But also, I can I I know I can do this. Ex- like I'm not gonna, exactly. I'm not yeah. gonna die. I've been through this. I've survived. It's, it's like literally, I want people to go in just thinking it's just another workout. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's there's that other ways to get uh, your community involved in this. One of the ways that we've successfully done it in the past is with an intramural open. The other way we've done it last year, last year, what we did, uh, there's three, three open workouts and we just did each one as a theme. Mm-hmm. So we do Friday night lights. I would highly recommend leveraging the opportunity during the open to create a community event. Yeah. So, you know, based around a workout like mm-hmm. what a great way to bring your community together they suffer together they high five each other pit the morning class people see the evening class people do a friday night lights or do a saturday um, main event. saturday main event those are two times that usually work for mm-hmm. most of your community or do both if you got a large community well we also have sometimes thursday night well they're well, releasing the workouts early again this year right yeah, thursday at noon but we thursday do we would do okay. like uh yeah you could do thursday yeah. night if you want i call to. that thursday uh test subjects yeah yeah we and we would have uh some of the top athletes would want to do it on thursday mm-hmm. night and yeah. alessandra would yeah. because just in case she needed to redo it repeat yeah yeah which i think with this new format I, I don't I don't necessarily see a lot of repeats unless you're like planning to win the right, open. Right, you just need to be the top ten top ten percent in your region, which is great because it takes no, a little bit of that pressure off. So much for better. those competitive athletes. So much better for the competitive yeah. athletes because there's a lot going on <clears throat> with you know multiple heats and with those athletes they've got to record everything. Right. So, so um, I mean I've been going back and forth as to which one I want to, we want to do this year. Jamie wants to do the intramural open. Yeah. He thinks we can do it, pull it off. Um, we'll talk about that for a little bit. How's your battery life on your computer, by the way? Yeah, so I, f- I did forget one little component. I got 45%, so we're oh, good. Okay, we're okay, good. okay. Yeah, we're good. Um, see, so the, let's just, to t- so in the last year we did theme. So there was, uh, on a, the one theme night was uh, tie-dye, and everybody mm-hmm. came dressed in tie, which yeah, that was, was the fun. final. That was the final week. The final week. That was fun. And then yeah. we did uh, uh, neon night, where mm-hmm. we dressed in neon. And then. Sports a, theme. Oh, yeah, then sports theme. Yeah. Which everyone, some people came. Yeah. And the participation there was like, I don't know, probably say 40% of our members really participated. Yeah. The last yeah. one, tie-dye, we had. Tie-dye like, was a big one. Felt like we had well, 70, people were making tie-dye shirts, yeah, too, like which 70, is great. I felt like we had 70% participation. And the, and the last night is always the big night for Friday yeah. Night Lights because it's just everyone knows well, it's we're over. also doing a big event, too. It's not just like, here's the workout. We're also getting together afterwards. Have yeah, a barbecue, having a bar- barbecue, that so. kind of stuff. Kind of leverage that that time where everybody's together. Yeah, so we we do build up. No matter what it is, we build up to the last one and make the last one kind of a celebration at the end of the open. So mm-hmm. and it, and again, it's a great way, easy, just an easy way to bring your community together. Yeah, especially surround a workout. Yeah. The other way um, is the intramural open. We've done intramural open in the past, and essentially what you do is you um, you divide up your community. We can talk about how to do that mm-hmm. uh, briefly, but you divide up your community into teams. Yeah, you know, two teams, three teams, four teams. Mm-hmm. You know, depending upon how many you, how many yeah, people you got participating. Yeah. You probably want, you know, at least ten to twenty people per, per team, team yeah. for scoring purposes. Yeah. But here's what's cool with the intramural open. The intramural open is you give essentially what all you're doing is it's like fantasy league, but you're giving points for certain things. Yeah. And those things not always performance based. Yeah, not always performance based. We do include performance. Yeah. Um, we give points based upon uh, top five men in the gym, mm-hmm. top five women in the gym, top five scaled men and women, and top five masters. masters. Yeah. Um, um, as as they are not master. We didn't uh, we didn't do masters scaled. 
No. Um, but because the scaled people, the master scaled had the opportunity to score with yeah. the scaled folks. And they mm -hmm. did often. Yeah. Because their weights adjust yeah. based upon the age group. Yeah. But anyway, so we, we would give points for each of those. Like, f so five points for first, four points for second, exact, all the way down to, to one point for fifth place. Um, which gave everybody like that leaderboard just just scoring those points every week it changed like yeah. the same people were not showing up yeah which was really cool and then we here's the here's the one scoring opportunity that was just huge and this was like this was kind of like a breakthrough moment for intramural <laughs> this is why i wanted to do the intramural this year. <laughs> so we would give points for number of judging judging so if you judged a workout, that was one point. You judged two workouts. To, that's it, it. Almost got to people. a point where they were like fighting over. Like, oh, no, yeah. no, no! I'm judging this person. Oh yeah, they would. They literally. So what, what we would do is every night um, for the intramural open, we would have heat times on the. We would put them on the hour on our on our on we, the mind. We body use my, on yeah. mind body app to for our schedule. So people would you know twenty thirty people would sign. Let's assume thirty people sign up for seven p.m. And then when they come in, they had to put their name on a heat time within that hour. Mm -hmm. And that's because we don't necessarily know how long the workout's going to take. That's right. And so, so assuming we had three 20-minute heats, mm -hmm. right? So we could have transition time in between to change out the people. 15-minute workout or so. They would, those people would put their names in those heat times. And then we would ask them next to them, put the name of a judge. And those judge spots, when we scored... On the intramural <laughs> open for judging, those judge spots would all be full. Well, those judge spots were almost full before, before the actual athletes signed up for the heat. Yeah. So, so these so there were people who were that there were people who really enjoyed judging, and they saw it as an opportunity to score for their team. And judging became a like a major influencer in the team's total scores. It was really cool. So that was just that's a that, that, that was like. Oh my God, the intramural open is the greatest thing ever because judging, finding adequate judges for it. And here's one, one of the things that Jamie Lee has, you know, pushed me hard to do and Diablo to do is always make sure our judges are certified. Um, yeah. meaning they've taken the CrossFit certification course. Mm -hmm. And so this was an incentive to get them to do that as well, which was cool. So we got judges taking the certification course and then judges, um, you know, trying to score as much as possible. The other scoring opportunities that we gave was uh, essentially spirit of the spirit of the open every week. Yeah, and that was just the person who was you know around the most vi most visible scoring that, and that person would got got points. Um, I forget uh, some of the other stuff, but there's but there's a number of things you can, and you can create those um, those categories um, to essentially influence what results you want to see at your yeah. gym for your intramural open um let's pull up the uh pull up the scoring sheet yeah. so this is sheets. this is uh the overall scores that we had so this was um because there was there was five workouts with six total scoring opportunities and so i kept a i kept this on an excel spreadsheet um and then would publish this like two, uh, the the two days after the after the open event. So if we did it on Friday night lights, no, I would publish. I would try to publish. You published it like by like Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Try to publish it by Tuesday, Tuesday night. And it was, it was actually not hard to pull scoring scoring. Cause you get CrossFit, you go to, I would go to CrossFit's leaderboard. I would, I would, you know, I had, I just basically go to my affiliate team score and you could get everybody in your affiliate, all of their scores. 
And then you simply just pulled their scores and dropped them in by name. And it was really easy to kind of to compile these. In terms of the judging, what was really cool is that the athlete, when they enter their score online for the open, you have to put your judge down. So it makes it a lot. So easier. that was on the that was on the CrossFit leaderboard and the score sheet too. So as yeah, far as like, it was in the score sheet yeah. too. But but I could pull that data. Yeah. I could down. I could. Oh, so you were actually able to oh, pull? I was, oh, I was cutting, judges. Yeah, I was cut and pasting oh, the so whole good. Diablo team, their yeah. name, their whether they were scaled or not, yeah. their score, and then their judge's name. So I had it all on a spreadsheet, and then I just sorted the data and and, and then I actually uh, I'm a little bit of a spreadsheet geek. I would create formulas to calculate the numbers and mm -hmm. it's, it's really not that hard and i would say if you don't if you're not good at that find someone in your community that is and they'll, they'll probably love to do it because it's yeah. fairly easy to do import yeah. the day and I'm, that's one of the things i pushed crossfit in the past to do is come on you guys give me give, give me affiliates an opportunity to, to do get, this get yeah. better access yeah. to the data yeah that's a really like, good they point. have a really nice leaderboard let give us the data in a better format the cutting and pasting the data it, it works it's not as flawless but, as but you had, but i would have to spend every week i'd spend a half an hour just half an hour to 45 minutes to cleaning up the data yeah. before yeah. i could use the data yeah anyway um so then i would then i would publish this and then show the um the week this is this is the whole so this is the total weeks. score and then this is the week, every week. So it's so, kind of small right here, but you can see there's a lot of data on well, there. Well, yeah, and the data is basically the top men, top women, top mm -hmm. masters, um, top judges, all of those things, and then total. So that way everybody could see, and I would update this every week. Mm -hmm. And it basically gave them, you know, so they could see where they were as a team, how they ranked in each category and who the people were. And we had, they were all assigned team captains too. Right, yeah. so we had team captains that kind of helped rally. Um, oh yeah, and oh they created. There was a oh, there they, was a coach and a oh, one they, or two members that were also yeah. We'd, a so part we would assign a coach. Yeah, right, and then uh, we'd sign a coach to each team, and then a captain. Uh, they would vote on a captain. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they created Facebook groups, WhatsApp groups, all oh, that man, stuff. They got rally. It got oh, it got it got heated there for a bit. It really did. So, um. But the, 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 and the fun part of it is you, you, you literally need to start thinking about it now. Um, the reason is one of the things that was really cool was, uh, and that other gyms have done this, and we've, we did it as well as we do a draft. We've done it two ways. One was we draw the names out of the hat. Which was awesome drawing names out of hat, but the problem yeah. with drawing the names out of hat, you, you could end up with one team that's got some really heavy hitters. Yes. And, and, and one of the things you could do too is you can put the top athletes or your coaches in a separate hat and then in each team draws, you draw sequentially yeah. out of the top hat. So then that gets all your mm -hmm. top players designated and then you draw your, your rest of your community separately. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to do names out of hat, that's, that's, that's not a bad way to do it. And then the, but the fun way to do it is literally have a draft. Bring everybody yeah. together. Bring that's, all, bring and that's all, where I'm kind of feeling too. Like bring bring all your team captains together, mm -hmm. and again do the same thing. You separate all the top athletes in the gym. Yep. Um, as like one portion of the draft, mm -hmm. and then you the second part of the draft is the is, is pulling out of the hat. is the yeah. gen pop general population. Yeah. yeah. Or pulling out of the hat either way, and it's a lot of fun to do, and it, it it's like creating another event around the event. And then once the teams are announced, then you announce it to community. But it 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 does require work. Yes, it's not it's not an a, just a plug and play thing. No, you have to as, have a plan, going an, into it, which a, is why we're talking about it now. Well, right. So as an affiliate owner, you know you can plan on 
uh, I wanted to be realistic, I'd say three to four hours a week, mm-hmm. extra work surrounding the open. If you want to run a really good intramural open, okay. you know, you're talking 10 to 12 hours for a three week event and, it, yeah. and it creates a yeah. long lasting, like there's yeah. people here that will never forget. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm still seeing the purple rain the purple patches rain. that are on people's jackets or backpacks and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. I was on green machine. Fuck the purple rain. <laughs> Hey, I was put on indigo. They, they, they had a <laughs> indigo blue. Ambiguous. Hey, we still beat you guys. Uh, yeah, but they, the purple they, they 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 created their own emoji, their little pur- yeah. their purple umbrella. Yep. And, and so any comments you'd make on the, in our Facebook group, they the, crushed it in that category. Oh my god, they nailed it! Yeah. Damn it, so good. They and then we did you know we do uh, we do group picture after every workout, and it was just like you could see there's all the people in purple, all the people in blue, all the people in green. Yeah. <laughs> So it turned out that was just a, like, we'll never like it goes down in Diablo lore is like, oh, yeah, one of the greatest. Well, ever. I mean, that's what we're using as kind of like a, a guide for the next yeah. time. Right. Yeah. And so the next intramural open we did, we did uh, Masters versus Millennials. Yep, that was interesting. That one. Yep. And then we did a team Red Blue. Red Masters Red, won. Yeah. Two, right. Yes. The Masters. Yeah. Won. I feel like the Masters won by like a decent margin. Yeah. That, and that was that was kind of a fun. It was pretty good when we had shirts made. Yeah. Everything. Masters. Yeah, yeah. The shirts were actually still really see cool. those shirts. Too. Yeah. Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then uh and then again the other thing is the theme but i think we're leaning towards doing um an intramural opening yes. giving because we have a lot of new members after the pandemic it'd be fun to get yeah. that experience i mean i think like it, like you said it's the whole the last couple of years have been a little bit of a wash in far right. as far as like trying to put together these events and right. going into this next year we have three weeks versus five right we have you know, maybe maybe we can instrument or um, include our quarterfinals into the intramural also. Like, if yeah. you happen to have somebody that moves on to the quarterfinals, like that's extra bonus points for that oh, team. That's right? a good idea. So there's, there's something else we can yeah for the play last with. week, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like you you could go into that final week and you may be down X amount of points, but you have three people moving on to the quarterfinals and they perform well at the quarterfinals or perform, you know, however they perform, maybe there's bonus points for just making it to the quarterfinals. So that's, that's another idea we can play with. Yeah, we will. Definitely. So I think we're leaning towards intramural open. Damn it. Hmm. Um, It'll be fun. Yeah, no, it will be. Um, But start now, you guys, Um, I I can't encourage you enough to start now, start thinking about it, start talking to your coaches, start talking to your, your members that are into this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um and and getting their ideas and getting their bum get them to help you run it man yeah. they'll do that it's i mean it's a it's a really fun environment oh, yeah. no i've had members already asking me about it so i think that like i mean we'll probably talk about it over the next week and we can come back on here next week and just kind of lay out our game plan as far as how we're doing it yep oh that's a good idea yeah so then that way if, if you were thinking and listening to this now um you can start thinking about what we're doing and how yeah, that might apply to your community. Jamie's going to publish some of the stuff that we've got mm-hmm. already. We'll just put it in a format that's uh, viewable for the public. Yeah. Um, and they can, you, you can use a copy of it. I don't care if you want to send Jamie or me a, D, a, yeah, a, it, a DM and, and get more data. We I've got it. I've got all the intros. We've got just so much stuff. Yeah. We'll have a bunch of this information on the blog post yeah. for PRs all day. Cool. And then, uh, the next thing I wanted to talk. Oh, by the way, and just the final comment. Please, affiliates, participate in the open. Yeah. And if your members are complaining about the 20 bucks, 
just remind them for you know it's it's three trips to Starbucks. Not even it's probably not even three trips <laughs> no, to Starbucks. It's not, it's like Don't two. like like the, the, the CrossFit is not getting rich on yeah. the games in the open. I can tell you right now. I just I, Jamie and I both know how much this shit costs. Yeah, we've done a full level full event promotion for three years in the in the grid league. We know how much all of that stuff costs. We know how much it costs to do events. And, and you guys know, if you've seen out there, the events that have been unable to pay athletes, all of this stuff is very expensive. 20 bucks to CrossFit will and, not hurt a member. And no. it goes to help preserve the sport of fitness. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think that's important, then you don't understand CrossFit and the methodology and the community, aspect, the, the community aspect and the fact that it is measurable and repeatable. And this is a demonstrable, the most mm-hmm. de- demonstrable way to, to, to show it. Yeah. Um, so get, please, please, please support the open, sign up, get your members, sign up, get as many as you can. They will not forget the experience. Yeah. They will not. They, and they'll, and they'll attach that experience to your affiliate, to you mm-hmm. and your coaches. You help that. And we didn't even talk about it. And now I'm getting, I'm, now I'm starting to get fired up. Oh, roll, let it roll. I know. <laughs> but we didn't even talk about the first pull up. Oh, the, the first, first pull up, the, the first muscle up. Holy shit. The PR on the snatch at the end of a oh workout. Oh my God. And, yeah. the, and just, and when, and if you do it on Friday night lights, when there's other members here and people go nuts, there's people oh crying yeah. and hugging. And it's just, and, and it's like, that's a life. That's not a memory that, no. that, that, that is short lived. That is a lifetime memory. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, and it's easily, easily creatable in the gym. So, and you don't get those opportunities very often. So anyway, there's a, there's another reason to sign up for the open. Um, speaking of first things though, I posted this week in my, I, I have, well, first I, I reposted something that CrossFit games posted or not CrossFit games, but CrossFit main site posted CrossFit health reposted my buddy Dale King posted it and it was the first muscle up and it's Sarah. let me, let me, I want to, I want to say her last name. Um, Sarah Wilson out at uh, um, CrossFit uh, PSKC, which is Dale King's um, CrossFit affiliate. Um, he also is the owner and founder um, and partner at Doc Spartan. Um, I don't know what to say, man creams, <laughs> <laughs> lotions, <laughs> lotions, underarm stuff. But he's been on, he's been on, uh, on uh, Shark Tank. Okay. Um, for that stuff and it's killing the his business is killing it it's yeah. all natural products huh. skin, another one all, out of the uh, all CrossFit, community, crossfit ecosystem yeah, yeah. crossfit <laughs> ecosystem but but <laughs> but anyway but but his his true passion is in saving lives yeah um he's in and, we, and we've talked about it before he's in his gym is in portsmouth ohio which is the oh, yeah. ground zero for the opioid epi- opioid epidemic mm-hmm. and so his gym um um has a program that helps um, those that are struggling with addiction uh, to basically redirect that to CrossFit and the video, there's a link to it in my email. We'll, we'll give a link, but um, of Sarah Wilson, who, you know, you see her first picture, you know, like I think she's 24, 25. She looks like she's 45 and, and clearly looks addicted to drugs. And then her at the top of a bar muscle up is amazing. And then her after picture, like it's a completely a different, different person. person. Yeah. And, and, you know, I get excited uh, um, about CrossFit as I just started to get fired up about the Open. But, you know, people ask me, you know, friends, family ask me about CrossFit. And in, in, in the beginning, the first 10 years of CrossFit, it was all about the fitness. Yeah. I was just blown away that 
in such a short period of time you could get so fit yeah. with a workout that was so short and so intense. Yeah. And then it became about, and you know, kind of following CrossFit's lead, how CrossFit helps cure chronic disease. It uh, you know reduces all the all the blood markers from blood pressure to cholesterol to blood sugar, all of those things that help improve overall health. And and we've seen it here where we get people off of their off of their meds. Mm-hmm. And but recently, I've all of these stories popping up about especially as we've come through the opioid epidemic and now it's fentanyl and San Francisco and LA are just kind of overwhelmed with mm-hmm. uh, those that are struggling with abuse, um, substance abuse um, and how Dale and his team have just helped people literally turn their lives around. And then we've got a partnership now with the Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix group, the Phoenix org. And, uh, and I, and I think it's the Phoenix.org. You go there and they basically provide fitness outlets for um, substance abusers that are in recovery. Mm-hmm. And we offer four, now now five classes a week in evenings, the last class that's available to the Phoenix members for free. And we've got four or five members that are coming in mm-hmm. that, are, that are doing crap. And it's like, to me, it's like we're, we're, we're helping, we're literally helping um, reverse the, yeah the addiction but we're also like we're dealing with the problem head on right here at our gym yeah like there's all kind you know that everybody you know bitches and moans about how cities are handling it or not handling it you know there's it's a political issue you know whether you're compassionate or you know or oppressive depending upon you know which tactics going to work best but i can tell you right now crossfit (laughs) crossfit works for for these guys yeah and it is literally saving lives yep. in, in demonstrated by, you know, Sarah Wilson, but many other stories that Dale King has I mean, at, at CrossFit PSKC. Over the last 15 years, CrossFit has, I mean, like you, well, yeah. you hear stories like that. I mean, I, I, I know of many of people that are in recovery that have gotten into CrossFit and yeah. it's in a lot of cases, it's saved their lives. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, there's not, you can't say enough about the whole no. concept. No, we've talked about um uh Matt Schindeldecker too. Yeah. Yep. Who's a friend of both of Jamie's and I's. Um and he's got the juvenile he's a, program. Yeah, he's got the juvenile detention program. Yeah. Um he's at CrossFit Crave um also in Ohio. Mm-hmm. But now he's got a program that's getting started in Chicago. Oh, so we've um, branched it out then. Yeah, so awesome. so he went up and presented to to Superior Court judges um a group of like I think it was 12 or 13 Superior Court oh, judges wow. in in Chicago and they said we want to do this program. His program basically takes kids that are um coming out of the juvenile detention system that are essentially parolees and and they get brought to his gym to work out in the state pays for it. Full boat membership. That's awesome. And the the reason why they continued to do it and renewed it during the pandemic even. I mean these guys paid his, the, these kids to come during the pandemic is because they have the lowest rate of recidivism of any other program that mm-hmm. the state has run in Ohio for, for these kids Yeah, of re- essentially, you know, repeat of lack repeat of repeat, offenders. lack of repeat of offenders. Yeah. They, they stick it out. Yeah. Again, saving lives. And the fact that he's collected all that data just to prove like, oh, yeah. Hey, this is actually proven. So Chicago, he's got one going in De- he, Denver is starting this month. Awesome. And then I've talked to him. We're doing a call tomorrow to talk about how we can get, um, or the, someone in the Bay Area, they mm-hmm. the, either here in our county or in San Francisco, to to get a program going. Yeah, and I'd like to get programs going in LA. Help them get a programs going in LA as well. So, 
CrossFit saves lives. So anyway, I go back to, a, you know, I rave about CrossFit and its effect on fitness. Then it was curing chronic disease. And now it's just CrossFit saves lives. Yeah. Like, the whole picture. It, it, and you can challenge me all you want. It's like CrossFit <laughs> can't possibly save us. Some fitness program. It's not just a fitness no. program. What no, happens It goes here, much deeper than No, that. it's much deeper. It's a methodology. It's the intensity. It's functional fitness. But it's also the community, the support. Like, it's it's so many things. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I'll rave again. But but it, it's, really, it's really fascinating to me kind of in interpersonally or introspectively is like how it's changed for me it was fitness then it was Mm -hmm. curing chronic disease now it's you know helping addicts recover in in juvenile (laughs) juvenile delinquents have another chance turn their lives around yeah Yeah. oh my god yeah it's It's i mean yeah like i said there's not you can't say enough we know it works no you you can talk about whatever programs you want money you want to spend and all the counselors and everything else and you know all the other programs you got going on here's one that works Mm -hmm. it's not an easy one no which is i think maybe one of the hard parts for some people to get involved is it's it's not a pill you get to take it's uh you have you have to put in the work you have to put in the effort but you know like you always say it's anything worth doing is going to be hard and the more people can come into these gyms and overcome the adversity of a workout adversity outside of the gym becomes maybe a little bit less daunting. Right. I I think, uh, I think what we'll do is we'll bring on, uh, I know Dale King would do it. Mm. You know, Dale King's kind of a big deal, Um, but I can get him on to our podcast. Uh, I can can get Matt Schindeldecker on as well. Cool. Um, But I think our first guest We'll have some guests. We haven't told her, but but I, but but <laughs> we haven't told her. We, we haven't told her. Yet. <laughs> but we're gonna. I think we're gonna get Alessandra Pacelli on um, next week. It'll be our first our first guest, and it, and it should be Alessandra. Yeah, definitely. And we talked to. Her. First of all, we see her every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's an amazing person, she's an amazing, amazing athlete, person. and she's an amazing coach. So much to talk about. Like yeah. she can talk about the transition to becoming from a, a from a you know world class athlete to becoming a world class coach. She's a sought yeah. after coach here yeah. at Diablo now. Hundred percent. And, uh, but it didn't, it wasn't like an easy transition for her. No, I don't think any, anything like that is an easy transition. I mean, she's been a competitive athlete at the top of her game for a decade Yeah, and then having to transition into a coaching environment. I mean, she's definitely set up for it. She's got the knowledge. She's got the ability to show people how, um, and she's also got the patience. Oh yeah. Which is amazing. But what's, what's really remarkable when you talk to her is like, she was nervous as, yeah. hell about it yeah and we have good coaches here and she was you know she was nervous that she was not going to be able to measure up as coach and everybody you know everybody you know the community and us and we're all looking at her like are you like get the fuck out of here you, are you, yeah are you freaking crazy <laughs> of course you're gonna be an amazing coach but you know she sets high standards for herself yeah which but, is good but we can talk about it because she's coaching a lot now and she's yeah. doing pt she's doing yep. clinics she's doing she's working with she's us really building she's really building a freaking yeah. great business for herself as a coach yeah and to me, that's super admirable. Mm-hmm. She's not doing the influencer thing, which yeah. she's know. influencing in the right way where well, it matters, yeah, right? Right on like the ground. In person. Look, I'm, not, I'm not going to knock, knock that too much. Those athletes yeah. work hard and they deserve to mm-hmm. take advantage of it however they can, you know, as annoying as it might be. It's, it's, it is something that uh, if you've, if you, if you can influence online, influence online. Mm-hmm. As long as it's influencing in the right direction. Yeah. And Sandra is influencing one person at a time right here in the gym. And it's amazing. So anyway, we'll get her on to talk about that and maybe talk have her talk about the open too. Because mm-hmm. doing the open for her is like Oh yeah. It's like it's a different it's it, a well, different animal that people don't realize. Right. Because it's fraught with all sorts of emotions, yeah. right? Yeah. I am I retired and retired. I'm an age group now. People think I'm gonna do age group. What if I don't perform? Oh, it's all it's just all of it. Yeah. 
So that'll be cool to talk about. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Um, teen trials. Oh yeah. Relocated one okay. last time. This time is for real. Yeah. May 13th, uh, next year. Reason why we pushed it back, um, again was, you know, teens, kids have parents have schedules lined up. Yeah. And, uh, when we originally moved, it was due to the Spartan race, uh, wanted to open up the opportunity for other athletes oh, that's to right. get a part of that. And that's what kind of snowballed into where it is now. Um, but we are now doing it after the semifinals, the age group semifinals. And I, I think this is a much better time frame for it too, because a, we can, we can ride off the highs of the open and potential quarterfinals and any of these teen athletes that have a chance to go and compete in the quarterfinals. Here's an opportunity for them to have an in-person competition, um, in the Bay area at Diablo CrossFit. Um, and they get to come out and throw down. And so it's the only t team competition. Yeah. The other thing is we're talking to CrossFit uh, mm -hmm. ne uh, next month about uh, making it a CrossFit yeah. license event as well. Yeah. So that may happen too. Yeah. Um, it'll, it, 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 it will be the premier team event in the Bay area. Yeah. 100%. Um, and if people want to travel to it, that's awesome. So cool. Yeah. That's right. it. Right on you guys. Um, thanks. Until, awesome day. Until next time. Cheers.